Eureka by John Thomas, Volume 1 Chapter 3, Section 2, Part 8 The Name of the City Written To write the name of the city of the deity, upon one already inscribed with the name of the deity, is indicative of all such constituting a body politic, a divine municipality. It is called New Jerusalem, in contradistinction to the Old Jerusalem under the Mosaic Constitution, in bondage with her children. The latter was the mother of those whose name was good for nothing, but the former is the mother of all who believe the promises concerning the glorious things spoken of her approaching future. At present she is barren and desolate, having no children. Nevertheless, this same shall break forth and cry, and become Hey Ano Jerusalem, the higher Jerusalem, the free city, which is the mother city, or metropolis, of the kingdom and dominion of the millennial aeon. Jerusalem under Solomon the second will be higher or more exalted than Jerusalem under Solomon the first, because the municipality, the incorporate deity, will be her glory. In the time of Solomon, her states and municipal corporations were mortal men, and the glory of the deity was confined to the temple between the cherubim. But in the coming reign, the administration from the king to the least in the kingdom will be immortal and greater than all that are born of women, and of such excellency in the estimation of deity as to be compared to gold and precious stones. Galatians 4 and Revelation 21. But in the writing before us, it is said to descend out of the heaven from the deity. The reason of this is because he in whom the fullness dwells is there, and the city will not be manifested until he descends. The holy city, consisting of the saints, is at present trodden underfoot of the Gentiles, and will so continue to be until the end of the forty and two months of day years, 1260 years. Its fortunes are parallel with those of the city under the Turks and the tribes scattered abroad. The holy city lies in the dust, 
with only here and there a stone monumental of its ruin. But when power descends from the heaven with Jesus, he will by that power refashion the ruins and bring them forth for a name and city of his deity. A name and city composed of the sons and daughters of omnipotence. Thus the city is out of the deity, for it can have no existence apart from his wisdom and power. The ashes of its dead would never be refashioned spontaneously. If this were possible, the city might be said to ascend from the dust. But this is not possible. Therefore, the city is represented apocalyptically as descending out of the heaven from the deity, to indicate the direction from which the formative energy is derived, and to connect the operation with the appearing of Jesus Christ. But in relation to the new Jerusalem, I shall defer the further consideration thereof until I come to consider John's vision of its descent in Apocalypse 21. A Clerical Exposition I shall conclude this exposition of the Epistle to the Angel Presbytery at Philadelphia by reproducing what the Church of England Bishop Newton has said upon the subject. It will afford the reader a specimen of high orthodox apocalyptic interpretation, of which the humblest among the saints would be thoroughly ashamed. Philadelphia, so called, says he, from Attalus Philadelphus, its builder, is distant from Sardis about 27 miles to the southeast. It is called by the Turks Allah Shah, or the Beautiful City, on account of its delightful situation, standing on the declivity of the mountain Tmolus, and having a most pleasant prospect on the plains beneath, well furnished with diverse villages and watered by the river Pactolus. It still retains the form of a city, with something of trade to invite the people to it, being the road of the Persian caravans. Here is little of antiquity remaining, besides the ruins of a church dedicated to St. John, which is now made a dunghill to receive the offal of dead beasts. However, God hath been pleased to preserve some in this place to make profession of the Christian faith, there being above two hundred houses of Christians and four churches, whereof the chief is dedicated to Panagia, or the Holy Virgin, the other to St. George, who is of great fame among the Oriental Christians, the third to St. Theodore, and the fourth to St. Taxiarchus as St. Michael the Archangel is called by the Greeks. 
next to Smyrna, this city hath the greatest number of Christians, and Christ hath promised a more particular protection to it. See Revelation 3 verses 8, 9, and 10. Than which, as Dr. Spon saith, what could be said more formally to foretell the coming of the Turks, the open enemies of Christianity, who seem to be sent on purpose for the punishment of our crimes, and to distinguish the faithful from the false Christians, who pretend to be so and are not? This is all the bishop has to say in exposition of the letter before us. And his remarks upon all the other letters are as vapid and shallow as the specimen here given. He evidently knew more of geography and archaeology than of the Christian faith, and evinces a very low conception of the divine character in supposing a special preservation of the worshippers of the Virgin and the saints to make a profession which makes the name of Christianity a stench in the nostrils of the followers of Muhammad, who justly regard them as a set of contemptible idolaters. <laughs>